Hello, hello, and welcome to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. I am also one of the trainers with Notary Educators, which includes myself, Kimmy Nunnally, Angela Johnson, and Alexis Franklin. We each own our own very successful notary businesses and teach notaries in all 50 states to be great and grow their own business. We will discuss general notary work, apostilles, ink fingerprinting, and the duties of a notary signing agent, and much, much more. For all of your notary needs, please visit notaryeducatorsllc.com. We hope you enjoy the show, and we wish you much success. Hello, hello. This is Kimmy. Notary Life with Kimmy. How is everyone today? I'm going to wait till um, YouTube notifies a few people and then we'll get started. Hello to those who will join us on the replay. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Let me cut my phone off here. Just a reminder that I'm live. How is everyone doing? Hello. Who's ever joining me? I know it's Friday, but I'm going to still go ahead and do this video. How is everyone? Oh, let me get on Facebook right quick. Hold on, wait one second. And then we're going to do a little apostille training today. Um, really interesting gems I have to share. Very interesting. Hold on one second. Let's see if anybody's on Facebook. Yes. Hey, Deborah. I think Deborah's there. All right, let's go. So we got a few people here joining us. Let me check the comments and then we're going to get started. Hey, Larice, how are you? Sharon, happy Friday. Happy Friday. And everyone else who is joining us, I know YouTube will notify you all. Hey, in search of, how is, are you doing, Tierra? We're going to do a little um, apostille training today. That girl, Felly. Hey, welcome. That's a new name. Stacy Ann, how are you? Hi, I know you was helping Angela the other day. Thank you for all your help you always give us. Welcome to everyone. LaShonda, hi, how are you? Well, let's get right into it, guys, because you're on time, so I don't like to stall. Hi, Stephanie. And also, Eandra, that's a cute name. Welcome, welcome, everybody. So let's get right into it. So you all may know, or you may not know. First of all, I'm Kimmy, Notary Life with Kimmy. And I'm one of the trainers also on my um, company, Notary Educators, along with Angela and Alexis, are also trainers. And we teach all things notary, um, beginning the end, A to Z, like we like to say around here. Hey, Lorena, your favorite subject, apostilles. Yes, because everybody's talking about it. So, hey, Renee, how are you? So, yes, we're going to talk about apostilles today, okay? So, this is an apostille training. If you don't have your notepad, that's okay. You can always come back and rewatch the, um, the replay, okay? But I do want to start out with just a brief definition for those who do not know what an apostille is. And that's just simply a document needing a higher level of authentication, prior to leaving the United States, going to either a country that participate in what participates in what's called the Hague, which is a contract basically saying, hey, we'll take your documents without a lot of extra, right? Hey, Daryl, how are you? Congrats on passing your NSA. Very good. So Eandra has never heard of the uh, apostille. That's why I wanted to give a brief definition. So then there's also what's called the non-Hague 
country. And these are countries that are not participants. They don't have a contract with the other country saying, just send us whatever you have. It's okay. We trust that you got it. They put extra levels in place there to make sure that doc the document is um, actually authentic. Okay. So that's, that's what the definition of a Hague and non-Hague is. Hey, Lindia, welcome into those. So let's get right into it. So I want to start out by saying you don't have to be a notary to be an apostille agent, contrary to what people may say. Most notaries, uh, most apostille agents are notaries, but it's not a requirement. Anybody can facilitate an apostille. But as I go over what happened to me today and share these lessons with you, you'll see why we often recommend that you are a notary. And it just makes sense, okay? Because you're going to, and if you're not a notary, you may not know the little ins and outs. So when it comes to apostilles, welcome to those who are just joining us. We're talking about apostille. This is a little mini apostille training. Um, when you're talking about apostille, apostilles, there are so many caveats, so many. Um, La Ondra. Okay, La Ondra. Okay, you're welcome. I'm going to show work on that. Okay, La Ondra. I love your name. kind of said it with my little Spanish flair there. Hey, Demetria. So let's get right into it. So again, you don't have to be a notary, but it's recommended. We're going to tell you why. So I went over the definition. I got my little notes here because it's a few things. So the apostille, all of this little training is coming in about from one job I had the other day. As you all know, or may not know, if you've watched any of the videos recently, my whole goal for 2023 is to learn the apostille business like Angela knows it. Angela knows it in and out. She knows the up back, front, every side of it. I do not. I'm halfway there. She says I know it. And I probably do, but I still don't have that confidence level that we speak about. So if I get the phone call, I still am like, oh my God, now what? You know, but I'm getting better every day. So every time I get a job and the same thing's going to happen for you. Every time you get an apostille job, you're going to be better and better. Hey, Gelada, welcome. So the job I had the other day had so many moving parts to it. So tip number one, there were four documents in this package. I was not the notary on any of the documents. Jeffrey, my husband, was the notary on one of the documents because the document had to be certified copy. So I certified that it was a copy. Jeffrey notarized my signature. And you have to check your handbook to see if you can notarize for a family member. It's not really recommended, but in this particular case, he was able to notarize my signature as being the custodian of the document. So Jeff, <clears throat> every time I get on here, y'all get a tickle in my throat. So Jeffrey was the notary on one of the documents. That's my husband. And again, he notarized my signature. There was another notary who notarized a police report for one of my clients as a husband and wife. And then there was a third notary that notarized the husband's police report. Okay, so now we're on three documents. And the fourth one was a marriage certificate that was certified copy by a public official. So that's four different people that had to be checked out on each document before it can go back. So four different documents, four different people signed it saying that they knew it was legit some kind of way, right? Those are the four documents that needed to be apostilled. So this is not pretty, it's meaty. So if you really want to know the business, though, you're going to stick with me to the end or you're going to come back and rewatch this because you can't fake this. You can't go on Facebook and learn what I'm about to tell you. So one of the lessons in the documents was 
the notary that signed the wife's police report, her name was Susan L. Smith. She signed Susan Smith. So that was an error. When I got down to the Secretary of State, which in Georgia, we have a different process. We just say Secretary of State to keep it simple. And for those in Georgia, you do not go straight to the Secretary of State. It's called the Georgia Clerk County. I should just call it what it is so y'all don't get confused. So in Georgia, our apostille process starts at the Georgia Clerk County office. So I went to the Georgia Clerk County and she looked at the notarization, which is what they're checking for to make sure it's good. And she says, I'm going to do you a favor. The notary did not sign correctly. So what they're looking for to make sure if she signed Susan L. Smith with the state, that document also needed to be signed Susan L. Smith. But it was not. She just put Susan Smith. And that was an error. Because I was so nice when I walk in, I'm always nice when I go somewhere. And especially something like that, because I, you know, kindness goes a long way. I walk in, hey, good morning, you know. <laughs> and she says, I'm going to do you a favor. She's going to do me a favor. She said, I'm going to let this go. But the notary signed incorrectly. So the reason I say you want to be a notary is because a lot of times in order to facilitate apostilles, you need to know what the notary rules are. And if you're not a notary, you're not going to know. Most notaries don't know what their rules are until they took training with us, until they have taken training with us, rather. So you need to know what, what you're looking for. So in this case, I need, as the notary facilitating this job, I need to check every single Thank you, Jalada. <laughs> and Brandon says we're ready. Yes, get your pen and paper. So as the notary, though, I need to know every single piece of paper, who signed it, if they signed it correctly. So what lesson did I learn in this one? As I'm checking my documents to make sure the notary stamped it, because I've been down to the office before, and I overheard a conversation where the notary didn't even stamp the person's document. Or... In my case, they filled out the notary block incorrectly. So that's why I always say a good foundation is being knowing how to notarize your documents. If you don't, it affects every single part of the business that you want to make a living at. You cannot be a good apostille agent and you don't know how to notarize a document. So shameless plug, as they say, notarize like a pro maybe for you or my live notary like a train uh, notary um, notary A to Z training will help you to know how to properly notarize the documents. Or you can self-teach yourself, whatever. But by all means, before you start doing apostilles, if you really want to do this business and make the three, four, five, six hundred $600 that we talk about, which is real money, you have to know what you're doing. You cannot ask or command that kind of money and you don't know how to stamp the paper. Or you don't even know when you get the documents from someone else that they stamped it correctly because you're a poor notary. And that's just real talk. There's no way to sugarcoat this because when you start playing at the games at the level and the money that we're talking about, you better know what you're doing. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm not playing around with this one today. So that being said, you need to check each document. And that might even have the, in this case, I had my client, they sent me the documents over from another country I had to check each thing and I didn't catch that that uh, notary signed different than her stamp. But now let's push back. I don't know how she signed it. Your stamp and signature should match, but I don't know how she signed it with the Secretary of State till I got down there. Right? So you can only do your due diligence. But the point is you need to know what you're looking for. So that was one thing you got <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> you have to check each and every document 
to make sure that it's properly notarized and if the person signed it correctly. Okay, just a couple tips. Now, and we talked about the signature. So I had a couple of questions the other day about the video I did about the $300 or $350 that I made. People had a question. One of the questions was, um, when do they pay me? I normally request all of my money up front. Now, sometimes because we're talking such a large, large dollar amount and the customer is not familiar with you, if they look a little nervous, I might say, well, you could pay half now and half later. But I really want to make sure I at least cover my FedEx fees if I have to prepay anything. And I actually want to get paid for my time. Okay. So that's what I do. Now, I'll take a few questions when I finish the training right quick. So that's the payment question. Now, another question I had was, how do I receive the documents? So in this case, my clients are United States citizens living abroad. They sent over to me those four documents that we're referring to via FedEx. Sometimes I will drive to my client's home here locally in Georgia, and I will pick up the documents, and I'll charge them a fee for that. Sometimes they will bring me the document, so I don't charge anything extra for that. But um, those are the main methods. So either the client will ship it to you, you go pick it up, or they'll bring it to you, okay? So you could actually service an apostille from all over the world. And I actually told my client, because she's a friend of mine too, please spread the word to any other U.S. citizens or anyone over there that she hear of that needs an apostille. Because even though I'm in Georgia, I can facilitate them worldwide. Worldwide. What do I mean by that? Someone may be over in um, Mexico and they needed something completed in California. They can still send it to me. If they got some kind of Georgia connection, maybe they grandmother here. They're going to have her do it. They just send the, the document to the grandmother. The grandmother calls me. I send it to California and then send it back. So it's some processes. That's why you got to get that money straight too. tip number, whatever we're on. <laughs> because you can underprice, as I stated in my other video I did just this week, if you did not catch that, okay? Go back and watch that because that video was um, very, very interesting. I must, I must say so myself because every time you do an apostille, just like every time you, you do a general notary job or a long signing job, it's never the same thing. It's never boring. And you have to put your thinking cap on, okay? So let's do a little bit more. Let me say hey to a couple of people and I got some more tips for you. And again, this is going to be a meaty video, but you might have to go back and watch it. But if you get your notepad out, get that apostille money, okay? Let's see. Hey, Regina. Hi, Juju. Donna, welcome. Hi, Keisha. Welcome. And let's see. We do have a couple of questions. Let's see. Can I... You know what? Let me finish the training and I'll come back to the questions, okay? I really want to make sure I cover this information. Now, something else I learned when it came to the shipping with this particular job. All of these lessons and gems I'm telling you right now came from one job. And that's why I keep telling you, you got to know what you're doing. Don't get in Facebook after you accepted an apostille job trying to learn it. You need to learn now. If you're not going to pay Angela to teach you, because she's our, she's our teacher, resident person over here. She is... She knows apostilles. I'm telling you, I took her class a few times, not because of her teaching method, because I just wasn't ready. You know that saying, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Well, I took her class, of course, when she first rolled it out, just to kind of give her feedback or whatever. And I've taken it a couple of times and I just wasn't ready to process it mentally because I had so much going on. But this whole year, 
your girl gonna know our pastels, okay? That's why most of my videos, not most, but quite a few will be surrounding my apostille journey. And as I learn, I'm gonna share it with you because there's so much to learn. So stick with me. If you're not a subscriber, you're gonna wanna come back for these apostille and other videos because I talk about everything actually. But um, so let's get into another tip. So international documents cannot be dropped in the FedEx box. I learned that yesterday. So normally when you go on FedEx, they'll say, drop it in the box, drop it in the box. Well, in this case, the client sent me an air bill. That's the little thing telling you where the package needs to go. They prepaid everything on their end in their country. <clears throat> and normally FedEx will tell you just drop it in the box, drop it in the box. Like they, they're so busy, which they are. But I always say never drop your stuff in a box. Never use Walgreens. Always hand it to a person. Always. Welcome to everybody that's joining us. We are doing some apostille training today. If you missed it, go back and catch the, the beginning on the replay, okay? Because this is really good. You want to get your notepad out, especially if you want to be an apostille facilitator, apostille agent. So um, as I'm talking to the guy at the desk, at first he says, hey, can you go put it over there in the box? Then he looks at it. He says, oh, this is international. He says, you cannot put this in the drop the Dropbox. Oh, okay. So tip guys, don't put your apostilles if it's going international in the Dropbox. And again, if you watch me all the two seconds, I'm going to tell you, you don't put nothing in the Dropbox because I want to make sure my documents get to where it's supposed to go. Okay. Next tip for um, shipping your apostilles with FedEx international. It's a little bit of a different process. It's not as easy as it is shipping locally in the United States. When you're shipping your apostille with FedEx, you need to make sure there's a commercial customs invoice. So you're going to have like two to three air bills, like the little thing slip telling you where it goes. You need two or three, two to three of those. Plus, you need to have a customs, a commercial customs invoice. And that's just merely an explanation of what's in the package. Why? Because if you do not include that in your package, FedEx can open up the package, the apostille that you worked so hard for could be lost, stolen, whatever, destroyed, right? Not that FedEx is going to steal your package, but it probably could be lost or you put it together so nicely and now they had to open it up because they're checking it for customs. All, everything has to go through customs, even documents. And I was not completely aware of that. I have not really shipped overseas. So you want to make sure if you're shipping FedEx that you have your commercial customs form and what happens is the, in my case the client sent me everything to ship it back but they did not include that and they may not have even known because they're not a commercial shipper normally so they probably didn't even know that that was um needed okay so so far today we have talked about the need to check everybody's signature on your documents you want to make sure everything is notarized properly make sure the signatures match you want to make sure if you're collecting your payment, at least get half up front to cover your fees. And again, they may pay the other half later. You also want to make sure if you're shipping internationally that it has a commercial customs invoice in there. Two to three air bills, the little slip with the address of where it's going to and that commercial invoice. Okay. I do have a few announcements for you and then we will get into your questions. Okay. And again, you want to go back and watch this replay because it's really good, if I may say so. And I, I tell you, every day I learn about um, 
apostilles. Uh, the more I'm learning, it's so interesting. And this is the reason why I'll be frank and honest. As I learned about it, I would give my clients to Angela because I had no interest in doing all of this stuff that I'm telling you today that I learned. I didn't feel like trying to learn it. And if you don't want to, that's okay. You can be what I call uh, just a referring person. So you get the apostille, you refer to me, you refer to Angela, and we'll pay you something for the job. Okay, that's always an option for you. Don't leave money on the table. That's another stream of income for you. Either, and I did a whole video on this too. Uh, I think it's different ways to make money as an apostille agent, I think. I don't remember. <clears throat> but I do have a whole list of apostille videos. But so you got several ways you can make money. Short, short version. You can actually facilitate it yourself. That means you're going to do all the work that I just finished talking about, plus a whole lot more. Or you can just receive phone calls about apostilles and say, you know, take all the information or just say, hey, I would like to refer you to my associate and she can help you with that. If you advertise and you don't know how to do it, then you just call Angela or myself or whatever and we will facilitate it and then we'll pay you some money back. So I have an additional stream of income by helping you and you have an additional stream of income because you're helping me. So we could work together because a lot of people, frankly, don't want to learn apostilles. It's a lot. And that's why I said I didn't want to learn. So let's get into these announcements really quick. So we are coming up at Notary Educators, guys. We just started our email list. And you don't want to miss signing up. Go over to notaryeducatorsllc.com and sign up for our email list. Why? You may say another email list. But what happens is you YouTube, Facebook, they do not alert you all. Instagram, none of them. Every single time I go live, they do not. A lot of people come back and say, oh, I missed the live. Or we have a live um, monthly meetup coming up in February. A lot of people have not still heard about it. It's completely free. So with the email, though, I know for sure if I send you an email, then you receive it. So you want to make sure. And in the email, we're going to be including tips. There might be something just, you know, something written about apostilles, general notary, whatever we learn, different laws that change, whatever we learn, we're going to be sharing it with you. And the best way to actually get that information out to you is via email. So sign up over at notaryeducatorsllc.com. And um, that way you won't miss anything because we're, gonna, we're getting ready to really send out most of our communication by means of the email. I'll still be going live, of course, but I want you to know that I'm going live. I want you to know I'm going to plan a little bit better so I can put it in the email, you know? And then also our, our free events. We don't want you to miss anything because a lot of times the live things that we're doing now on Zoom, it gives you an opportunity for us to talk face to face and not just in the chat. So that's why we're doing some of the live things. I, I like live better where we can actually talk face to face. And I think some of you all do. It's been expressed to us. And then don't forget, I also released guys, um, 50, uh, start your notary business for all 50 states, including Washington, D.C. So if you're just now starting out your notary journey and you don't know what to do, check out the book for your state. Again, that's over at notaryeducatorsllc.com. And then all of our courses, the self-paced courses are still on sale. It's going to be going on for a minute. Um, coupon code, 50% off right now. Coupon code is level up 2023. So make sure you check all of those different resources out for you. You can still download your free 2023 goal sheet that's over there at Notary Educators. And then sign up for our upcoming event for February, uh, February 5th 
at 6 p.m. It's a Sunday this time. And again, the, the monthly meetings or we might be going to twice a month. We just don't know yet. We're still working some things out. But um, I like doing different days because that allows different people to come. A lot of times people couldn't always make Monday night. Everybody can't make Friday night. So if we kind of switch it up, sometimes it's Monday, sometimes it's Wednesday, sometimes it's this, then we find everybody can participate, right? And we want everybody to win. So I'm going to refresh my Facebook page, say hello, and then I'm going to take your questions, okay? And let's see right quick. We have Sylvia from California. Welcome. What's up, Donna? We got another Donna. Callie Sheik is in the house. Hello, Elsa. Welcome. And then let's come over here to stream um, YouTube. Let's see where we left off. And I'm going to get a few of your questions here. We got a lot of greetings. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. And let's start with, we got Stacey Ann, Daryl is in Hawaii. Brandon, what's up? Uh, Laondra, Demetria is in Kentucky. Hi, Demetria. Welcome. I got family in Kentucky. I was just there. Um, I was in Louisville um, two months ago, seeing some of my family. My dad is from that way. Lindia says, I have been watching your videos and understand it. Waiting to get calls. Okay, very good. Make sure you're advertising it. And as I got a new video coming out in the next couple of days about that. Hey, Gelada, so you want to advertise your apostilles, put it on your on your page. Get out into communities where people speak different languages. You know that they're gonna they will need something. Donna and everybody's saying hello. Thank you, Gelada. She says I'm nice. And then Gelada, the question is, where all of the notaries that sign notarize the documents from Georgia? I don't, let me see, where all of the notaries that sign notarize the documents from Georgia? I don't really understand that question, um, Jalada. If you can be a little bit more clear for me. Brandon says, how do you check? Well, you really don't have a way to know, Brandon. So I would look at the stamp that the notary has. To, I guess he's referring to how do I know what the notary is supposed to be signing? So I guess I would look at at least the stamp because normally you order your stamp the way you signed it. And her stamp did say, for example, John L. Smith, but she signed, let's say Jana or Wana. Wana L. Smith was her stamp, and she signed it Wana Smith. So I don't know for sure how it was supposed to be. But if I had saw that, mm, you know what I'm saying? Because imagine if I had got down there and then she decided, the Secretary of State lady or the Clark County, and she tells me, I'm not going to do it. Hey, trustee. Sammy, 1970. Yeah. Hi. My pleasure. Yeah. So imagine if, you know, she could have been like, I'm not going to do it because it's incorrect. And she would have been right. So she said, I'm doing you a favor. So I was appreciative. So you really don't know because, you know, what the other notary is doing, but do your due diligence. And now that I gave you this tip and now that I know in the future, because it happens to me, I will look at the document. And if the person didn't sign it the way they should have, I might push back on the front end. Because if I don't, then I wait and get down there to the secretary of state and they say no, then that's going to cost my client and me a couple of days. It could be a week, even. Who knows? You got to track down the other notary to get it completed correctly. So, you know, it's really good if you as a notary know what you're doing. That's why I said even stamping documents, if you as a notary know your job, then you already know, hey, this needs to be signed a certain way every time. You don't take shortcuts. I never just put K-Y-Nunnally. 
I have to write out the whole thing. All them L's, all those Y's. Kimberly, Y, none of these. <laughs> okay, no shortcuts. Because it's going to mess up something on the back end. You got to know the front end. And if you don't, again, check out my course, Notarize Like a Pro. It at least gets you started. Angela S. says, I just got in a few minutes ago. I will rewatch. Once I take my California notary exam, what's next? Do we take training? Um, yes, you do need a little bit of training, Angela. Check out my book for your state. And that's what I'm really recommending everybody. Pump the brakes on buying any courses, on buying anything. Buy my book that I wrote for your state so you can have an overview of the notary business. I go over everything, all parts of the notary business in that book. It's a quick read, but it's an investment and it gives you a great foundation what you're getting ready to take on. So once you buy the book for state of California, which is specifically written for your book, your state, then double back and we'll be more than happy to help you with your training. Okay. Rosalind says it's a great book. Thank you, Rosalind. Yeah. And that way you'll know exactly for real what to do with the business. What do you want to do with the business? It's, it's a very quick read, but I cover everything. I don't, it's not complicated. It's not a secret. I don't have any fluff in there. I just want you to, to win. Okay. Eliza says, thanks for this. I'm from Virginia Beach. Yeah. I got a book for your state too. Check it out if you need to. And Lorena says a tip, send apostilles to Latin America. You can use DHL shipping. It is more expensive than FedEx, but it's faster. Yes, you can use DHL. But again, in my case, because Angela actually had the same suggestion, but in my case, hey, Indiana's in the house. Who is that? Um, the client bought their, they bought the shipping label. They wanted it FedEx. They went to wherever they went to in their country. Deborah, welcome. Um, yeah, they went to whatever place they went to. And that's what they wanted was FedEx. So I'm not going to say you need to take that back and go get DHL. So I appreciate the tip. And that is a great tip. If you're facilitating it on your end and you have the option to send it out, Angela also prefers DHL for international. I actually used to work at DHL too. So it's a great company. But in this particular case, my client prepaid everything and sent it over to me, which was really good because I didn't have to create a label. I didn't have to do anything. And that's on him when it gets back. So it's supposed to be to him on Tuesday. So I will follow up to make sure they received everything. And then Brandon says, oh, you have to sign the same as your seal, you're saying. You need to sign exactly as you signed with the Secretary of State, Brandon. So if you signed Brandon L. Harvey with the Secretary of State, where you got your notary commission, you need to sign every single piece of paper, Brandon L. Harvey. You would not just sign B-L and Harvey as a shortcut or just B-L-H. It needs to be where they can read it. Because again, when it goes in for the apostille, if they can't read it, they're going to give it back. That's going to cause a delay, rejection, et cetera. And you're going to be looking crazy because your client's like, where's my document? Oh, I forgot to sign it the way I signed it when I got my commission. So they had to send it back. Now, you're not going to tell all the client. You're not going to tell the client all of that. You're probably just going to say it was a delay. But, I mean, you and I know what the delay is, okay? And then Sharon says, if you have an apostille going to a non-Hay country, how will you know if the documents need to go to the embassy consulate? Does your client tell you? That is correct, Sharon. Your client will tell you. You don't ask the client, oh, do you want me to do embassy consulate? We're not asking no questions. They will tell you. We're not creating double work. And they usually know 99% of the time whoever's requesting those documents are very clear. They tell them exactly 
what they want. Let's get Sharon's question. Uh, no, no, Facebook. Let's see who that is really quick. Because I got to go back to Facebook, y'all. Somebody from New Jersey. Let's see who that is. Really quick. Sorry for delay. Oh, I can't see who that is. Mm. I think it's June Harris. I got your book for New Jersey and it helped me a lot. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yep. It's a book for New York, New Jersey, Alabama, <laughs> you name it. All 50 plus Washington, D.C. There's a book for your state. So please check it out. I promise you guys that book is going to give you the foundation that you need to know what you want to do with the business. It's not a training book. But all things notary, um, how to advertise, how to build your business. It, go, it covers a little bit of everything. If you're brand, brand new, it tells you how to go about getting your commission. Can you do Ron in your state? Do you need a journal in your state? Uh, it took us a while to do that, but I'm very proud of that project. And again, the books can be bought over at Notary Educators, LLC. Rosalind was just helping Brandon out saying your name on your stamp is the way you have to sign your name. So again, it's not necessarily what's on your stamp, which it should be. Your stamp should match your signature, which should match what you put at the Secretary of State. But I definitely don't want you to think, okay, so on my stamp, I put one thing and now I can sign something else. Everything needs to match, okay? And then Brandon says that makes sense. So guys, it has been my pleasure to share these tips with you, this little training about Apostille. And let's see, um, Brandon had one more thought. I live in the D.C. Metro area do embassies need couriers as well actually everybody can need a courier everybody so i would put courier on my um google my business page brandon and you never know who's going to reach out to you you never know you never know so um as we continue with our email list i'm eventually and angela will as you're trained because we only use people that we know can do the job <clears throat> doesn't mean you have to be trained with us but we want to make sure that we feel confident in referring something to you and vice versa. Because I'm not even just using anybody to be a courier for my documents. Um, my documents are very important. So I'm not just going to be randomly calling somebody. I'm looking at your reviews. I'm looking at, you know, several things. I'm preferably getting somebody that, that you were referred to me, that they've worked with you before. Because, again, you don't just want to willy-nilly even just have a courier touching your documents. So I'm just not randomly looking for somebody even when i need a notary in my area and i can't find anyone angela's not a bit available or whatever my go-to team um i'm googling the notary i'm reading the reviews so i don't just pick anybody you know i'm very very particular when it comes to my business for real none better i do not play i don't play with notary educators either i don't i'm very very um very particular i want to make sure i'm represented well I am. And I want you to do the same with your business. Be picky about your business, guys. That's your name out there, okay? And then Miss Ellie says, hey, Kimmy, and happy chat. Happy Friday. Hey, Miss L. So we are getting ready to head out of here. If you did join us late, no worries. Go back and catch the replay. Again, sign up for the new email list so you don't miss anything. Hopefully that will be rolling out February 1. Um, and we're making some things happen over here. So much success to you all. Happy Friday. And enjoy the rest of your weekend, okay? Let's be pros out there. Much success. Until next time. Bye. Thank you again for listening to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. We would love to be a part of your notary journey. Please visit us at notaryeducatorsllc.com for all of your notary training needs. 
Also, please feel free to join the Notary Life with Kimmy YouTube channel, where Kimmy has over 400 videos that will help you to grow and build a successful notary business. Until the next episode, we wish you much success on your journey. Bye.